Hello, it's Friday, July 22nd. I'm Daniel Williams, and this is the MGMA Week in Review, where each week we bring you some of the most important, interesting, and inspiring stories happening in healthcare leadership and medical practices today. We begin this week with an article on medical practice staffing, the MA conundrum, finding new workforce solutions amid staffing shortages. Since the COVID-19 pandemic began, many practices have cited that they've had a difficult time finding qualified candidates to fill open MA positions. Whether candidates are demanding higher wages or don't have the requisite experience, practices have had to be creative in addressing this issue. In a recent MGMA stat poll, a practice manager in Georgia said, we've had many MA candidates ask for up to $30 per hour with little to no experience in healthcare, much less our particular specialty. In addition, we're discovering the interview process seems to have changed since 2019, with more than 70% of our candidates failing to keep their interview appointment or even failing to submit a professional resume. Another manager with a healthcare system in Georgia said he's noticed the interest in working in healthcare wane during the past few years. I've seen a number of staff leaving healthcare. The local schools that provide various support staff are experiencing smaller classes, and the potential pool of staff who are graduating are asking for higher wages, often more than we're currently paying or can pay to stay competitive in the current healthcare market. In finding solutions, some medical practices are training within. However, that doesn't work for all practices, particularly some smaller organizations. In those cases, they've had to fill from within. In terms of providing vaccines and phlebotomy skills, our physicians and mid-levels have had to fill this void, and even our front office receptionists have at times had to room patients. Even I had to learn how to perform different laboratory tests to ease the stress, said one practice manager. One practice manager in Louisiana said, we all feel that we're all falling well short of the high level of patient care and service that we gave before COVID. There simply is not enough support to perform at the standard that we have set for our clinics for years. Our ability at MGMA to provide great resources, education, and advocacy depends on a strong feedback loop with healthcare leaders. To be part of this effort, sign up for MGMA STAT and make your voice heard in our weekly polls. Sign up by texting STAT to 33550 or visit mgma.com slash stat. Polls will be sent to your phone via text message. Next, we've got some information from MGMA's government affairs team. The 2023 Medicare Physician Fee Schedule proposed rule has a new paper by MGMA government affairs. With many policy proposals introduced in the more than 2000 page 2023 Medicare Physician Fee Schedule and Quality Payment Program proposed rule, MGMA Government Affairs created a member-exclusive key takeaway analysis. 
highlighting the top policy proposals impacting group practices. The 2023 PFS and QPP proposed rule was released on July 7th and includes policy proposals that would update the annual conversion factor, make changes to Medicare telehealth, introduce new merit-based incentive payment system value pathways, and establish changes to the Medicare shared savings program. These policies are only proposals and could be changed in the final PFS and QPP rule, which is typically released around November 1st of each year. MGMA will submit formal comments in response to the proposed rule and will provide an updated analysis summarizing the final payment policies impacting practices in 2023. Go to mgma.com advocacy to keep up with the latest information here. Also, I'll provide a direct link to their analysis in this episode's show notes. I'll leave you this week with an article from Forbes.com, Patient Acquisition Versus Retention, Which is More Important for Healthcare Businesses? Patient Acquisition Versus Retention, Which is More Effective? That's a contentious issue in the minds of many practitioners when assessing strategic options to grow their healthcare practices. Since statistics show that acquiring a new customer costs five times more than retaining one, you may expect that retention efforts always get the lion's share of the marketing budget in most organizations. Most companies prioritize customer acquisition over retention. Nonetheless, considering how both new and existing patients can help a healthcare business grow, both patient acquisition and retention should be given equal importance. Yet generally speaking, marketing strategies that prioritize creating a loyal customer base in healthcare have a higher return on investment than acquisition-focused efforts. Let's look at a few factors why patient retention strategies are worth the investment. The first is profitability. Patient retention has a decent ROI. For example, in the financial services industry, increasing retention by 5% can produce more than a 25% increase in profit. Next, better sales prospects. The probability of your existing patients visiting your practice for healthcare services is between 60 and 70%. For new patients, the likelihood is between 5 and 20%. And then finally, referrals. Patients that keep coming back to you have a high degree of satisfaction with your services. Most of them won't hesitate to recommend your practice to their family, friends, or colleagues, bringing in new patients at zero acquisition costs to you. You can keep up with the latest industry news by subscribing to the MGMA Insights Newsletter. Go to mgma.com insights newsletter to subscribe today. And if you have a healthcare story you want to share with us, email us at podcast at mgma.com. This has been the MGMA Week in Review. I'm Daniel Williams. Thanks and have a great weekend.